Hi, you're listening to Sober Moments with Karen. Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to talk a little bit about a heavier subject. It was brought up in a discussion meeting uh, that I was at uh, on the weekend. It's about feeling suicidal while you're in the program with long-term sobriety. A woman of 14 years had shared that three months before she had felt so suicidal that she had started to clean her house and to put things away uh, for the day that she was going to do this. She was overwhelmed and she felt hopeless. And she said after 14 years, she never thought that she would feel that way. I just wanted to talk about the fact that I think that this is a bit of a shameful subject in AA. And it was brought up time and time again that many people have felt that way or thought about it. But the idea is ego held them back from getting real. Ego held them back from being truthful from others and saying that it was difficult. The idea of, hey, you know, I, I don't want to let the newcomer know that sometimes there isn't hope and this type of stuff. Um, but ego seemed to be a big thing. But, you know, the other thing I kind of thought about at the time was, you know, the book promises joyous, happy and free. If you work this program, not a program, this program, joyous, happy and free. Of course, the other is, is the plight of the alcoholic, which is irritable, discontent, and I always forget that third one, but let's just say miserable overall. So irritable and discontent. I don't know about you, but for me, this alcoholic, that's the normal state of my being, and I have to work vigilantly, vigilantly in order to not feel that way. And it's become easier and easier with years of practice for me to feel the opposite, which is joyous, happy, and free. And I do think of it as simply, sometimes as simple as that, um, that like with what Marianne Williamson says, you can either feel love or you can feel fear and you choose to feel one or the other. So if you're feeling fear, you need to replace that with love. And in some ways, it's like you either feel joyous, happy, and free or irritable and discontent. And what I, by listening to this woman and listening to other people that did have the same experience, that did talk about at times feeling hopeless in their long-term sobriety, is, is that they weren't in the center of AA anymore. What they noticed was, is for example, maybe they hadn't been, they, hadn't, they went from going to meetings once a day down to once a week down to once a month. They weren't, maybe they were between sponsees. Maybe they were between sponsors. The point of the matter was, is they stopped making AA the center of their existence. And it became, they stopped doing those basics. And it's like every day the basics is what insulates us from the irritable and discontent. If I'm not going to a meeting or I'm not working with somebody or I'm not sharing or I'm not getting down on my knees and thanking God or I'm not making gratitude lists and being grateful and, and harboring that attitude, the only other thing I have, you know, that will bring me towards joyous, happy and free. But if I'm not doing that and I'm not doing that every day and I'm, I'm doing it once a week or I'm doing it once every three weeks or once every three months or not, you know, what I'm left with is irritable, discontent and miserable. You know, there is no in between. That's it for me. It's like taking a pill. If I have depression or if I have schizophrenia, I take the pills, which help me to stabilize so that I can stay in reality. If I'm not taking the pills, it's not going to work. And it's the same thing. I have to every day do the basics. If I don't, I end up harboring this attitude of irritable and discontent, which leads to hopelessness, which usually leads to a drink is where it normally leads, but it can also lead to suicide. We've all known somebody who committed suicide in AA. I don't know about you, but this alcoholic did not sober up to be miserable. I sobered up because of a promise to be happy, joyous, and free, and would have noticed time and time again 
The only way I can be happy, joyous, and free is if I'm in the center of AA. I'm making it my center of my existence. And I don't mean you have to go to a meeting every day. I just mean that you have to do the basics. And they are being grateful. That means getting down and thanking God. That means making sure that I turn it over. I say a few prayers and throw my, you know, back down my ego just one more day. It means picking up the phone and reaching out to somebody. It means doing a podcast. It means all those little things. And then getting to a meeting, volunteering at a meeting. Um you know, uh, doing service work, all of those things, you know, in whatever capacity, if you're brand new, it should be every day. You know, I remember when I first, in the first little while I sobered up, I noticed that if I went more than like two days in a row without a meeting, I go squirrely. Now I can go a little bit longer. The fact of the matter is, is that I'm still in the center of AA and that's where I've been in 30 plus years. The most happiest in my life is when I am in the center of AA. And I have to tell you, I have had periods. If you're not in the center of AA, guess what? You're a dry drunk. And I know I am miserable when I'm a dry drunk and I'm discontent and I'm irritable because that's my normal state. You know, but ultimately we do have control over feeling uh, that hopelessness and helplessness if we only go to meetings. You know, it insulates us from that self, from that overwhelming feelings of selfishness, self-centeredness, the poor me's, the hopelessness. You know, I didn't, I felt that when I was drinking. I don't want to feel that when I'm, when I'm not drinking, when I'm sober. And the only way to do that is to stay in this program centered. So anyway, sorry, it's a bit of a heavy subject, but I do think that it is a shameful little secret that we don't talk about in AA. You know, that if you haven't done the work, you're not doing the work and you're not living in the center of the AA program, you will not just be okay all the time. It just doesn't happen miraculously. What happened miraculously was you were reprieved from a overwhelming desire to have a drink. You had a reprieve, a grace in order to get sober, but we have to do active work in order to keep it and to change that for us today so that we have live, can live happy, joyous, and free. That's what I sobered up for. So again, sorry, it was a heavy topic, but I thought it was important to bring up and it was recently discussed in a meeting. If you have any comments, I'd love to hear them. If you don't, you can put comments below here or you can write me at sobermoments at yahoo.com. If you're feeling suicidal at all, if you're feeling hopeless, reach out, go to a meeting, tell somebody you're not doing so good. You don't have to be alone with this. Just get to a meeting and start making some changes. Anyway, thank you for listening today. I'm wishing you and me and everybody another 24 hours of contented sobriety. Thanks for listening.